Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Next is now. Congressman Blake Moore asked questions at a recent congressional hearing about the Department of Defense's 15-year plan to upgrade what is called our Organic Industrial Bases, uh, or OIB, which, of course, uh, would be a good military acronym. Uh, Why do we need those upgrades? What are the problems? Uh, What are the issues out there surrounding this plan? We had the opportunity to uh, chat with Representative Moore, and I want to share some of that with you uh, today because these are critical things, uh, both for the security of the country, also obviously has a, a big impact on Hill Air Force Base and the state of Utah. Uh, so we started with the uh, with the obvious question, uh, Congressman, you know, what is an organic industrial base and why does that matter to us? <laughs> yeah, an OIB is an organic industrial base. It's uh, very typical for military to to burden all of us with many many acronyms so you're uh, you're right in asking that question i've had to candidly i've had to do it myself a few times but the organic industrial base is essentially the system that we have in place that supports developing our weapon systems go past Air force base and the and the hangars that are there that's part of it they're developing landing gear um, they're sustaining equipment aircraft whether it's an F-35 or an A-10 or an F-16, um, but we're also developing software, right? And they're, they're building um, AI and robotics, that whole entire system of how we go and, and, and manufacture, create, go with the research and development on what's next. Okay, so, so essentially this is, again, this, the systems uh, we have in place that support uh, our development and our ability to execute on those uh those initiatives or those missions. Uh, so we asked uh, Representative Moore uh, about it from a, a competitive standpoint. Where do we stand with the rest of the world? How does this compare to where we've been historically? Uh, how do how are we competing and staying up with with places like China and other real threats around the world? Some of these are World War II era facilities that they're working in, and they don't have the the technology and the capability to 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 meet the the mission. Other countries, um, particularly China, they're a real threat. You know, it's whether they're building a, a new aircraft carrier or hypersonic missiles across the board. Um, they're embracing technology, and we need to be able to to maintain our our strong uh, position as as a, as a world leader in this. And you know, we're falling behind in this, and so that's the whole push for this 15-year strategy that the Department of Defense has laid out and just making sure that we have that. So critical. Again, this 15-year plan, we have to make sure that, again, we're not just spending money, but we've got what are the outcomes? What do we need to have in terms of this infrastructure uh, and these systems so that we can make sure uh, that those uh, brave men and women uh, have what they need, uh, that we're not falling behind? Uh, that we can execute missions as they become necessary because, again, that's that's part of our duty. That's part of 
what we need to have as a country in order to stay uh, safe and secure around the world. Supporting our men and women is a sacred duty that I have in Congress, being able to serve on the Armed Services Committee. But when we develop and support our defense industry, we're not only obviously supporting our national security, but we're creating new technologies that will be leveraged commercially. The space exploration that we do has a defense-related component. It's providing new technologies that we're using every single day as just in, in, in the general private sector, advanced manufacturing, you know, 4D printing that's taking place all along the, the corridor there in Davis, Weber, Box Elder counties. You know, it's going to support specific missions, but it's creating an opportunity for us to really thrive and, and develop capabilities in our private sector. Of course, we live in a very rapidly changing world. A 15-year plan uh, sounds like a good thing. It sounds like a lot of spending. Uh, and so we, we asked Congressman Moore, you know, is that going to be fast enough to keep up with the technology and uh, what we actually need? I am concerned. I mean, look how quickly that technology changes, right? And so it's nice to have a plan and something that you can implement. But in reality, we need to be doing things as quickly as possible strategically, and then we, we get bogged down in so much bureaucracy sometimes that we, that we miss out on innovation. Um, we, that, that happens a lot within, within government, the process you go through, the RFP and the bids, and then the legal work that goes into it. It gets bogged down, and I, I'd love to create a more nimble system. So having a 15-year plan is great. There are many things in there that we need to accelerate much quicker, um, but at least you kind of have the plan, and you can, you can constantly you know, assess where we're at and what we need to you know, be focusing on. And then finally, we had the opportunity to uh, to talk to Congressman Moore. Again, this was all part of this uh, hearing in the, har- in the House Armed Services Committee that he is a part of, uh, looking at the planning moving forward, this 15-year plan. Uh, we, we did get into some of the things where, because it's harder for government just to keep up with it all, is are there really good places for public-private partnerships uh, including things like Space Force, where we can actually accelerate things uh, by approaching it maybe just a little bit different. You don't have to look much further than the Space Force. What's great about the Space Force is that we can be a little bit more forward-thinking and, 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 and more nimble because it's a newer organization, right? Now, it's still part of the Air Force and everything, but there's, there's something really great about being able to to embrace the private sector. And they're doing that. These things are going to bid to places like ULA, SpaceX, Blue Origin. The age-old concept of competition, that is building things more efficiently, lowering our costs. And we're doing that in a lot of this, in a lot of the area of space. And we, our military is centuries old. And sometimes we get a little bit bogged down and I hope to be able to encourage that we embrace as much new technology from the private sector as possible. And, and, and we have the space force to sort of look to as, as good examples. And this is a uh, all part of a, an important congressional hearing uh, last week about the Department of Defense 15-year plan uh, to upgrade. Again, if you need an acronym for the day, it's OIB, Organic Industrial Basis. So all the things that support uh, that from airplane hangers uh, to equipment and so on, software, uh, all of those things get get baked into this. And so it's really important work that Congressman Blake Moore is doing there. It does impact not only the Department of Defense as a whole and our national security as a whole, but it obviously has uh, real ramifications for us right here in the state of Utah with Hill Air Force Base uh, and all that goes on around that that I think are part of that organic industrial base 
that he's been talking about. So really important stuff to to think through. Again, this is another area where uh, it's not just about spending. It's not just about having a 15-year plan. It is about what are the outcomes? What's the desired outcome? And are there things we can actually measure against in terms of delivering the results that we actually need? We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour break. When we come back, we're going to pick up uh, with some of the conversation that Governor Spencer Cox had with the Washington Post yesterday talking about the drought and what comes next. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.